Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome into another edition of the Fan Early Morning Show. Bill Steinbach here with you. Happy Friday, Pittsburgh. It's a warm Friday. It's December, so we'll take that. I'll be here with you for the next about 40, 40 minutes or so until the guys take over. Chris Smaller and Jim Colony will be in. On today's edition of the Fan Morning Show itself, let's get things going here with, let's look back, or excuse me, let's look forward to the Steelers and Ravens playing each other on Sunday. It's a 425 start in the afternoon, which, prime time, not always the best in my opinion. I think football should be played at 1 o'clock in the afternoon on Sundays, but that's another conversation for another day. Like I said, I'm Bill Steinbach. You can follow me on Twitter at Bill underscore Steiny3. You can shoot me some of your questions you might have. We can have a conversation. Twitter is always a fun place. Well, depending on who you follow, it's a fun place. But let's look at the Steelers and Ravens game on Sunday. I think it's going to be an interesting game. We have a lot of the playoff clinching scenarios for the Steelers. And how do you feel about that? How do you feel about the Steelers having to depend on somebody else again the second year in a row? where they've had this happen, where it's it's out of their hands, really. They can only do what they can do, but they have to watch somebody else, that being the Tennessee Titans, to see what they're able to do and how that game works out. How do you feel about that, Pittsburgh? You're a Steelers fan, them having to depend on another team. You know, I, I think a lot of it, you look at this season and the, and the way that things have gone for them, it's not really surprising that they're in this sort of a situation where Obviously, the injuries they've dealt with, their quarterback situation, which is ever-changing, they've got a lot going on, and they've still been able to perform fairly well to this point. I think that's all you can ask for, really. And if they make the playoffs, do they stand a legitimate chance at advancing in the playoffs? You know, that's a tough question. I don't think that they would. Uh, I think that they'd have a tough shot, or a tough try at it, I should say, because, as I just said, all of those injuries the quarterback situation, and quite frankly, how good the competition is playing. But we'll have to wait and see because they have to get past this Sunday first. That's the most important thing for them to do. Now, will they? I I think that against the Ravens, they're going to sit a lot of guys. A lot of their key factors in this game are not going to be on the field. And how do the Steelers react to that? Do they go into the game kind of with a chip on their shoulder saying, well, They're going to rest some of those guys, and it's for injury, of course. But, you know, hey, if they're going to sit some of their better guys because they think we can beat you without even them, what does that say to your team? How do you react? How do you approach that? I think anything you do in life, if you're up against the wall, you're going to want to prove something, and the Steelers do have something to prove here. I think that they they can win this game because, quite frankly, they have to if they want to have a a realistic shot at advancing into the playoffs, and they can win this game. They've got the skills. They have the key players. But we have yet to see them, this year at least, 
kind of step up in one of these games. They keep we always say that they lose to the teams that they shouldn't be losing to, but I think more importantly, they're losing a lot of the games that they should be winning. How many times we get to that third, fourth quarter, they've got a lead, and all of a sudden they fall apart. They can't do that kind of stuff, and particularly this weekend. Now, I think this could be a game where we see a surprise from them. I think they're going to step up and play well because, as I mentioned, they have something to prove. They want to win this game, and to advance, they have to. So how do they approach it? Well, I think the quarterback situation, as rocky as it has been, they've done a decent job with it. We'll get into Mason Rudolph a little bit later and how his season went and what he had to deal with. But if you look at Duck Hodges, I know he had a couple of bad games in there, but he had those three solid performances right out of the gate. And that's got to give you a lot of confidence. I don't think you can forget about that. And he himself, he shouldn't be forgetting about that. I think he had a great start to his career. I, at least the best you can ask for. I think you come in kind of thrown right into the fire like that. And with all that happened with Mason Rudolph, you look at Doug Hodges coming in, that had to be a pretty tense scenario for the guy. But if you look at how he has been playing, are they going to let him go out and do what he wants to do? I think that's the key factor here, and I think that's what the Steelers got wrong with Mason Rudolph. They basically told him, go out here, Try to win the game, but you're not allowed to do X, Y, or Z. You can only do these two things, which to him has to feel like he's not trusted. Now, with Doc Hodges, he's been able to, I think, overcome a little bit more of that. There was all the chatter about how he has the team on his side. The offense kind of rallied around him more than they did with Mason Rudolph. And some of that, I think, is just the natural way that he played. Maybe he's more of a leader behind the scenes that we don't get to see. But he's got to prove that. And I think he can do that this Sunday against the Ravens. He's got a legitimate chance to really show that he could be the guy for this organization into the future. You know, we'll talk a little bit later in the show about Roethlisberger, some of the social media stuff that went down this week, and kind of the debate of is, is he ever going to come back and questions about that. We'll get into that later. But I think this could be a big game for Duck Hodges. He's got, he's got the opportunity. It's right in front of him. All he has to go do is earn it in performing well which again, I think that they can do because the Ravens sitting some of these guys is a big opportunity for the Steelers. They have to look at that as not only, like I said, as a chip on their shoulder, well, okay, you're going to sit these guys, well, we're going to show you up. They've got a chance here that they have to be smart, and I think that's the key factor here. They cannot blow this game as they have kind of done in the past and even this season. Will they do that? I think that they can. I keep saying it, but Duck Hodges has this opportunity right here to really prove himself as the leader of this team. Mason Rudolph never had that opportunity, and it might have just been some of the natural, you know, the portions of where they were playing in the season. Not that games don't matter, but, you know, later in the season, kind of the heat's on. He's got an opportunity to go out and do this. Now, will he go out and do it? We'll have to find out. All right, coming up after the break, we're going to take a look back at Pitt's win last night in the Quick Lane Bowl. We'll talk about that briefly. And we'll talk more about the Steelers quarterback situation and their game coming up on Sunday in Baltimore against the Ravens. This is Bill Steinmach on Sports Radio 93.7, The Fan. Welcome back into the Fan Early Morning Show. Bill Steinbach here with you for the second segment of this morning's show. Happy to be filling in on this. Uh, it's that week between Christmas and New Year's. It's one of those weird weeks of the year. Nobody, a lot of us are off work. A lot of us still have to work, but it's a great time of the year. It's always fun, and I hope that you were able 
to enjoy it and are enjoying it with your family and that you guys had a Merry Christmas, a Happy Holidays, and a Healthy New Year. As I said, Bill Steinbach here filling in for Matt Cole, usual host of the Fan Early Morning Show. You can follow me on Twitter at Bill underscore Steiny 3. You can ask me anything really, some questions, any show topic ideas, feel free to do that. But let's look back at what I was talking about in the first segment of the show, and that is the Steelers and Ravens on Sunday versus the Baltimore Oh, <laughs> the Steelers and Ravens are playing on Sunday. So let's look back at that and talk about what they need to do to play well in this game and will they play well in this game. I think that they can. I think it's a big opportunity for them. I think for Duck Hodges, it is a tremendous chance that he has to really prove himself to be the future of this franchise if he wants to be that guy. I mentioned it towards the end of that last segment, and that was there was a lot of chatter this week about Ben Roethlisberger you know, not coming back to the Steelers after this injury. And if that does happen, where does the team go from here? How do they adapt? And who steps up and becomes that guy? Does somebody step up and become that guy? We have seen a lot of changes in the NFL, quite honestly, year to year, but it feels like it's even closer than ever, where last year, every game you watched, it seemed like it was all about the offense and defense meant nothing. Whereas this year, it seems to be kind of the opposite of that. A lot of these great defenses are what are winning games for these teams. So how are teams reacting? You know, we, Do you have a good run game? Or is your defense the strong part? Because I think we've seen some this year. You can win games without that franchise quarterback, which is kind of different than what we had seen really the past five years or so. I think the league was going towards that all offense, all about that offensive line. Whereas this year, it's a little bit different. We have defenses winning games. That's been the strong suit of the Steelers pretty much all season, is that their defense has been their saving grace, really, and that's how they're in the position that they are in. But now it's time for the offense to prove why they are the Steelers' offense. And Duck Hodges has that opportunity in front of him on Sunday to really step up and be that guy, because I mentioned at the beginning of the segment, if Roethlisberger is not able to come back after this injury, who's that guy? They're lost, which... That's a surprising thing. If you if you look at just no kind of no plan beyond him, which I, which makes sense, you know, you've got a, a player of that caliber not in their prime, but still playing extremely well and particularly for his age. While he goes down with an injury, is he able to come back? If he doesn't, what do they do? Th- this is a great time for them to kind of figure that out and find their way into the future. All right, so coming up we're going to talk about last night's quick lane bowl we'll look into that we'll also look a little bit more into the Steelers but that's all coming up next after traffic and a short break this is Bill Steinbach on Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan welcome back to the fan early morning show one final segment here with you Bill Steinbach filling in today Friday Friday morning December 27th if it's anything like yesterday, we'll be in store for another great day. Nice to have those nice warm days before it gets really cold here. But as I mentioned in the end of that last segment, the Pitt Panthers in the quick lane bowl against Eastern Michigan. Let's look at that. A 34-30 to win for your Panthers. 
And it was an odd game. It was throughout the game. There was a lot of a lot of officials getting involved in things, a lot of calls like that. So big for Pitt to win a bowl game. Not exactly the best way that you want to do it, but at least they finally won a bowl game. So let's shift gears here and let's head back and look into the Steelers more uh, and preview them, I should say, for Sunday's game against the Baltimore Ravens. And let's look at some of the playoff scenarios that are going to have to happen for the Steelers to make their way into the postseason. The best scenario that they have is to be that sixth seed if the Texans can beat the Titans. But the Titans hold the tiebreaker, so it's going to be one of those busy days. There's going to be a lot of flipping of the channels and checking of Twitter throughout the afternoon to see where the Steelers fall. And I think that I think that kind of sums up this season. If you look at the way things went all year with struggling to find that consistency, uh, the, the way that the offense had to deal with a lot of the injuries. And let's talk about Mason Rudolph. What a year for this guy. You know, he goes from the highest of highs getting the backup QB job to all of a sudden having to step in and pretty much play immediately, which has got to be tough for anybody. I can't even imagine putting yourself out there. You know, I mean, he's in that kind of job where you want to get some playing time, but you don't because it means, well, some another guy is down, someone's hurt, or it's one of those end-of-the-year situations where they're just going to put you out there. But he got thrown in pretty early, kind of thrown straight into the fire, and had to deal with it. And we saw the growing pains, and we're still seeing them happening. He has that happen. He has the concussion where he got knocked out on the field, and then the whole Miles Garrett incident with the Browns. What a just the roller coaster of a year on and off the field that he has been through that has to that has to wear on you and the way that he was kind of told to play in games where he didn't have a long leash he was told you can only do these sorts of things and i think that hurt his on-field performance more than anything i really do because he goes out there thinking okay this is my team this is my time it's my chance and he's basically okay just do this don't mess it up. And that's got to that's gotta work on you where you go into any job and your boss tells you, okay, basically just don't screw things up and hopefully we'll be okay. Well, he had to go into a game and then deal with the pressure of playing in an, an, an NFL game plus having that stuff in his mind where, well, I shouldn't do this. I don't want to mess things up. I don't want to get in trouble perhaps. And there's just no way to get past that. You go out there thinking, well, I must not be that good if you know they don't trust me then. I, I I don't see how he could ever have been able to find success with that style of coaching. Yeah, sure, I'm sure sure that it works for some, but for the what he needed to do, I don't think that was the right strategy at the time because we've seen with Hodges, he's able to control the offense more. He's able to have a little bit more of a voice. And like I said, that goes back to the individual. That might be the way they carry themselves in the locker room, you know, at practice, those sorts of things. And maybe their coaching staff sees that as, well, okay, this guy seems to have a better handle on things, things that we'll never know. But he's been able to back it up on the field for the most part, whereas Rudolph struggled with things. And I think we have to give Mason the benefit of the doubt here with, as just talked about at the top of this segment, all of those on and off the field things, the injuries throughout the season, dealing with this new spotlight, basically a new life that you're thrust into. That's got to be a lot for a guy. Maybe Hodges has been able to handle it better, and maybe he hasn't taken it as seriously even. Sometimes that helps. You just go out there, have fun, see what happens. I think in all walks of life, that can be some good advice. 
but it's a big opportunity. And if we look at Mason and kind of the up and down year that he had and some of the unfortunate moments, does that affect him going forward? Heck yeah, I think it really does. He's going to have to try to get past that and work past those sorts of things if he wants to maintain his job, basically, which is another piece of added pressure that he's had to deal with. But let's let's kind of focus on Sunday as we kind of wrap things up here. What the Steelers have to do is they need to go out and put together a complete game. They can't go out there and start slow, which has been another problem for them. They cannot basically waste the first half. How many times this year have we, you know, you flip the TV on and it's midway through the second quarter and somehow they're down and it's just, it doesn't make any sense. They can't have one of those kinds of games this Sunday. They need to play well for the whole 60 minutes. And that includes right at the start. I think if they can jump out and get a lead here, that could be the way that they win this game. And they, they don't need to be concerned about getting, you know, how they score. They just need to score because if they can do their job, well, some things are out of their control on Sunday and what they have to look forward to and, you know, with the playoff clinching scenarios with other teams and what, they have to go out and focus on what they need to do. They can't sit there and look at stats, uh, not stats, they can't sit there and look at, you know, television feed and sit on their phones and see other things that are happening throughout the league because that's not going to help you because then you'll be concerned, you'll be thinking about it. They have a lot of distractions out there already. They don't need something else added into that formula that will only hinder their their uh, their journey on Sunday, if you will. So they have to be able to do that. And this can't be one of those games that they need to go into and come out of saying, well, we should have won that one. This is a game that they need to play the opponent and win the game. They don't need to worry about going out and just putting up stats or anything like that. This, this is kind of an old-school Steeler football mentality, if you will, where they just go out – and just grind. And if they can perform well early in the game, well, that's what I think that's what they need to do. They can't afford to play catch-up the entire game. That's been a problem for them. They just, That's not the, the approach that they need to take on Sunday. Well, that's going to do it for us on today's edition of the Fan Early Morning Show. As I said, I'm Bill Steinmach. You can follow me on Twitter at Bill underscore Steiny3. And we can always have a conversation there if you guys want to know more. Hit me up with some questions. I'll be on again on New Year's Day hosting this show from 5 until 5.40 again. So I'll be the first show of the the new decade. That'll be exciting. I'm looking forward to that. And that should be a lot of fun. Once again, this is Bill Steinbuck on Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. Stay tuned as Chris Mahler and Jim Colony will take over. And they'll be with you until 10 with the Fan Morning Show. Have a good day, everybody.